Yesterday was election day all over New York State, but particularly right here in New York City. And I want to unpack some lessons for you, even if you aren't in New York. I think this is going to be really, really insightful. New York is the lar- New York City is the largest city in America, so there are always lots of lessons about what works and what doesn't. Uh, there were some really exciting victories yesterday, some very painful, and I always want to think insightful defeats where you can learn lessons if you choose. I want to share them both. There was a huge victory in Buffalo, New York that I also want to talk about. Let me unpack and explain it all. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. You know, for most of us, learning a second language in school wasn't exactly a high point in our academic career. And as much as I wish I could speak another language, it has just never been my thing, no matter how hard I try. I'm just terrible at it. But Babbel is changing that. Now, thanks to Babbel, the number one selling language learning app, there's a fun and easy way to learn a new language. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans. But Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. I'm using Babbel to learn Spanish. Anytime I've got a free moment, I just open up the app and I do a quick lesson. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code BREAKDOWN. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com promo code breakdown for an extra three months for free Babel language for life. Check it out and let me know what you think. Everybody, I could not wait to tell you about this. And it's one of the items that I I will promote on the show that I love so very much. You know, I rely on my cell phone and my laptop now more than ever, and I'm sure you do too. With the number of phone and video calls that we're on, a good pair of headphones is essential. But just like fingerprints, no two ears are exactly alike. That's why unless you've paid thousands of dollars for high-end custom-fit equipment, your earbuds probably cause some discomfort or even physical pain. But the UE Fits True Wireless Custom-Fit Earbuds from Ultimate Ears are here to change all of that. And as soon as I got my pair of UE Fits, I listened to my favorite Nipsey Hussle album, and I was blown away by the sound quality and comfort. And when you get these and see how they customize them to fit in your ears, you're going to be blown away for a limited time. Get 15% off of your UE Fits true wireless earbuds at ue.com fits. Just use the promo code BREAKDOWN at checkout. Again, that's 15% off, which is a great deal, with the promo code BREAKDOWN at ue.com slash fits. Check it out and let me know what you think. The 
So I can start with the good news or I can start with the bad news. And, you know, traditionally, I'm a, I'm a start with the bad news kind of guy. Now, I'm optimistic, but uh, I like to know what I'm working with. But uh, today, if you don't mind, I, I would prefer to, uh, to actually start with some good news. And there's a lot of good news, actually. And it, it's easy when you're fighting for deep systemic change. Uh, you know, yesterday, the organization that I helped lead, Grassroots Law, uh, we endorsed, you know, dozens of candidates all over New York City and New York State. And we know that when we endorse, we endorse long shots. We endorse candidates that won't just marginally change things or just keep things the same. We endorse candidates that we know are real deep change agents. And so we know going into election day that there are a lot of elections we're going to lose. And so we are, we kind of have, um, I guess you would call almost like our, our sea legs or like we, we have our legs under us and know how to stand up and take a defeat. But there were several really important victories yesterday that I want to highlight. Uh, first and foremost, uh, India Walton was elected mayor of Buffalo, New York. It is a huge victory. Buffalo is the second biggest city in New York State. It's upstate, super upstate New York. And uh, India is not only one of the most kind and compassionate human beings you'll ever meet. She is an everyday person. She emerged up as a leader from the people. And she defeated a four-time incumbent, which let me tell you is incredibly difficult. Um, India Walton is a young black woman who has been a nurse and a nonprofit leader, uh, but just has a a wonderful story of from literally becoming a mother at the age of 14 and rising all the way up through that challenge and becoming mayor of Buffalo, New York. It's a, a brilliant story. She's a democratic socialist. Uh, she will fight to hold police accountable and they knew it. And the black man she defeated, and, and this is a story all over America, the black man she defeated did more, who was a Democrat, did more to protect corrupt police than anybody in Buffalo, damn near more than the police chief himself. And so um, we are so proud of India Walton. I'm proud of all the grassroots organizers there around her. I'm proud of our organization for endorsing and supporting her. Uh, Just a major victory, one of the most exciting victories in all of New York last night. Um, New York City had its mayoral primaries for the Democratic nomination and the Republican nomination. New York City is so heavily controlled by Democrats that the Republican nomination almost doesn't even mean anything at this point. Uh, and, and so you can kind of just t- toss that aside. The Republican will not win. So whoever wins the Democratic primary is most likely to become mayor of the city. And the borough of Manhattan um, also had its uh, uh, district attorney race yesterday. And there's a lesson in both races. Um, Neither race has been called. The race race for all of New York City, that's all five of the boroughs for New York's mayor, may not be called for a week or two, or some people say three weeks, because it was the city's first citywide election using ranked-choice voting, where when you go to vote, 
you vote for your number one candidate, your number two, your number three, your number four, and your number five. And all of those rankings have a certain weight. And then it goes through this complex scoring process. Generally speaking, the person who gets the most first place votes often wins, but it matters when you get second place votes, third place, fourth place, and fifth place. They add all of that up through a process that takes a while, and then the winner is determined. Right now, Eric Adams, who is a moderate Democrat, I've met Eric. Some of my best friends are really, really close with Eric and have known him. Uh, Eric has been a leader in Brooklyn and in New York for 35 years. Um, Some of my best friends, uh, including uh, Colin, shout out to you if you're listening. Uh, uh, Colin, who helped keep me safe in Brooklyn forever and ever. Uh, and, And some of our close family friends as well have known Eric and love Eric. Um, but Eric is a moderate Democrat, and he doesn't hi- he doesn't hide that like that. That's no secret. He doesn't see that as a diss. Uh, Eric was uh, a captain in the NYPD, even though he regularly spoke out against the NYPD, and has been against the defund the police movement and many other priorities that uh, many of us hold near and dear. And in a lot of ways, as and I, I, I'm throwing up air quotes, as liberal and more air quotes, progressive as New York City is. Um, I don't know how organized it is for progressives. And a lot of that came in the challenge for progressives to identify a progressive candidate. Um, They were supporting Scott Stringer who had somewhat of a scandal. We don't even know if it's true or not. Um, Then uh, Diane Morales, a local nonprofit leader. And then ultimately, most liberals and progressives coalesced around Maya Wiley, a civil rights attorney. And I don't know that it was too little too late because technically Maya Wiley can still win. But... Democrats and 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 liberals and and progressives in New York City were just divided all over the place. And I'm not even saying that that's abnormal. Like I think that's natural. We we are all different. Um for instance, black Democrats in Brooklyn, the Bronx and Queens, black Democrats overwhelmingly voted for Eric Adams. And people I see people saying like I don't I don't understand why black Democrats would vote for Eric Adams. He's moderate. One, you can't speak of black people in one way because black people aren't just this or just that. But culturally in New York, and I I have lived here now for six years, culturally in New York, black voters, particularly older and I have to use the word black because black is all-encompassing. Uh, when I say black, I mean Caribbean. I mean African. So I'm not saying African-American. Because there are, there are black voters in New York who don't necessarily consider themselves African-American, who, who may be from anywhere throughout the diaspora. Black voters, black voters particularly over the age of 35, are relatively moderate <laughs> and culturally are relatively moderate in New York and around the country. And so 
when a super liberal candidate runs, they don't necessarily win because black voters, what appeals to black voters 30, 40, and older is very different than what appeals to any voter under 30 and is often super different than what appeals to white voters in general and other voters in general. And and yet, I think the lesson learned here, I think there are three lessons. I, I believe that Eric Adams will eventually win and become mayor. It's it is not a, it's not a done deal. I believe he will. If he wins, there are three or four lessons that I think are insightful for any of you who are listening who might not even be from New York. First, it, he really ran on a public safety message, and I think that's an, a very smart. I think he did some fear tactics and all of that, but I think a public safety message is always smart to run on. It just is. Everybody wants to be safe. Now, how you talk about that public safety message can vary wildly. Like, I also deeply want public safety. My kids go to New York public schools. Like, I, you know, my kids are out and about in the city. Um, you know, like, I, I want the city to be safe. We all do. But we may have very different concepts on how we get there. And Eric Adams, more perhaps than any candidate, ran on safety. And because he was a police captain, he had a lot of credibility for people there in ways that I don't think white liberals and super liberals really understood. Um, and because I continue to see people just shocked at why Eric Adams did so well. And... Again, public safety in these times, and we, we can have we can talk about public safety, you know, all all day and all night. In times when people don't necessarily feel safe, to not run on public safety is normally to lose. It just is, particularly in a city like New York. Um, but another big lesson is that I honestly think that Eric Adams out-organized people with better ideas. I saw several candidates, including Maya Wiley, including Scott Stringer, including Diane Morales, and, and even to a lesser degree, Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang did terrible yesterday. There were a lot of candidates with better ideas than Eric Adams. I truly think he out-organized them. And it's a core lesson of my book, Make Change, is that good ideas don't win all by themselves. A good idea is not enough to win. It just isn't. A good idea can be the foundation of winning a policy battle, of winning an election, uh, of advancing some, something brilliant. But often, Optimistic people, of which I'm one, have an exaggerated value on how, how important an idea is. I want the candidate with the best ideas to win. I do. But 
organization will almost always, not always, but organization will almost always trump good ideas and will almost always defeat good ideas. And I think the best case scenario is what we saw in Buffalo with India Walton, who will be the new mayor of Buffalo. She had the best ideas and out-organized her opponent. And had she just had good ideas, but not organized, or had she just organized and not had good ideas, I don't think she would have won because it was still relatively close. I mean, she won, but she needed both of those things. And when you have both, it puts you much more on a winning path. Eric Adams had lesser ideas, but a far superior organization. And I think people just slept on his organization. I really do. And uh, and ultimately, he got significantly more first-place votes yesterday. Now, I don't know how many second, third, fourth, and fifth-place votes he's going to get. We, we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, that leads me to the DA's race. Um, my dear friend and sister, Tahani Obushi, who was running for district attorney of Manhattan, did not win in a race with, I think, 12 candidates. She came in third again and was right behind a, uh, a multi-billionaire who put you know, $10 million of her own money into the race. And uh, Tahani worked so hard for nearly two years. We've had her here on the podcast. I've talked about her forever and ever, even before the pandemic. And uh, that's how long she's been running. But um, right now, Alvin Bragg, who is also my friend, who I've known for uh, six or seven years since I've been in New York, Alvin Bragg is currently in first. That race was not a ranked choice vote. The only reason we can't can't declare Alvin the, the winner yet is because there are a lot of absentee ballots that have yet to be counted. And um, I hope that Alvin wins over Tali Weinstein, who is one of the most conservative people running. Um, And if he does, it'll be a major victory, not just for Alvin, but for New York, even though that's not who I supported and not who I wanted to win. Uh, It's still a huge deal. I haven't yet celebrated Alvin winning because we are... Behind the scenes, our team is still very nervous about these absentee ballots. So we just have to wait and see. Um, Lots of lessons. Um, There were many great city council candidates who won, and they were almost always the candidates with good ideas and good organization. And there were many who lost, sometimes because they were going against an incumbent. Uh, Sometimes they were in in a district that so many people ran that it was hard to rise up. But uh, lots of great lessons. Uh, I've got to run. Wednesdays are big meeting days at Grassroots Law, and I'm heading into a meeting right now. Would love and appreciate all of you. And again, if you're not yet a member at thenorthstar.com, please join today. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hi, this is Donnie Rose, Chief Content Editor here at The North Star encouraging you to check out thenorthstar.com every day for insightful, engaging commentary on the stories that impact our culture. The writers at The North Star 
make it our mission to advocate, mobilize, agitate, and disrupt in the name of creating liberation-centered content. We unapologetically center the narratives of Black, Brown, and Indigenous people. We understand that you can get news from anywhere, so we are more interested in offering perspective that speaks to the experiences of our audience. We write freely and with freedom on our minds. We invite you to indulge in our daily editorials and engage in the dialogue that will change the world. It's the pathway to freedom.